Hello, my little sex kittens. How's everybody doing? Happy spooky season, everybody. The leaves are changing. The air's getting crisp. Wake up in the morning, feel like you have a purpose. There's pumpkins everywhere. Ah, how are you enjoying the weather change? Isn't it beautiful? Wait, what's that you say? It's January. It's not spooky season. And why the fuck do I keep getting ghosted? Ah, let's get into this. What's up, everybody? My name's Raven, and this is Raven After Dark. Hello, all my little sex kittens. How are we doing today? Did you think it was spooky season? Because I thought it was spooky season, because your girl keeps getting ghosted. Why does this keep happening? I don't understand. I literally had three dudes last week ghost me. Three guys. And I'm straight up talking like they hit me up. They made plans. One of them I even talked to the day of, the morning of. He reached out to me and he's like, yes, I'll let you know. Never heard back from him. (laughs) And I don't get it. What am I doing wrong? What is up with these? And you know what I've realized? The guys that have ghosted me thus far are all excessively tall. When I say excessively tall, mm, I'm six feet tall. So we're talking like six, two and above. One of them was six, five. This other one was six, nine. And that was the one I was most excited for. Fucking... 6'9. The tallest dude I've ever been with is 6'7. And 6'9, God, it's just so tall, pretty handsome, and just fucking ghosted me. He hit me up. He lives out of town. He was like, hey, girl, I'm coming to town this weekend. Let's hang out. And I was like, all right, cool. This is when I'm available. And he's like, awesome. I'm still figuring out my schedule. I'll get back to you. This was on like Sunday or Monday. Hadn't heard from him all week. Hit him up on Thursday and was like, hey, you know, what's going on? He's like, oh, I think I'm going to hang out tomorrow, Friday night. Like, I'm still figuring out times. I'll let you know. So then we went back and forth on Thursday. He responded to my message Friday morning. I was like, I can't wait to see you. He's like, me either. (laughs) Midday Friday rolls around. Haven't heard anything. Later afternoon Friday rolls around. Still hasn't heard anything. (laughs) Friday evening rolls around. Nothing. Saturday and Sunday happen. Nothing. And I just never ever back from him. <laughs> and I just don't get it. I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, I get it. I'm a spooky bitch. I identify as a witch. I like the dark stuff. I'm all about it. But that doesn't mean you have to ghost me. <laughs> and I mean, like, come on, we're adults. If something happened and you can't meet up, just reach out. Like, let me know. Not that I'm sitting around waiting with bated breath for you to hit me up, but I'm definitely not making plans in hopes that we can hang out because you're fucking so tall and I just want to fuck the shit out of you because I've only ever hooked up with one person who was excessively taller than me and he was 6'7 and this dude was completely hairless. He looked like a naked mole rat and at the time I was with somebody So my ex and I had this like open relationship thing, but it wasn't necessarily open relationship. It was, we were trying to save the relationship. It didn't work out. We're still friends now, so everything's fine. But my ex at the time was aggressively hairy, which I've come to realize I'd rather have a hairy man than a hairless man. And then I go hook up with this dude and he literally was hairless and extremely pale, like glowing in the dark, extremely pale. It's like a naked mole rat. What is that? That freaky thing. And I met him when I was at the club and he was the same height of me as me with my shoes on. So I was six, seven, cause I had seven inch, seven inch heels. 
and I was like, oh, this is great. And we hooked up a couple of times, maybe like three. And each time he never did anything for me. It was just all about him. And because he was hairless and he shaved so much, his dick area had that really prickly like puby hair that just scratched the shit out of my vagina and thighs. And I was just not about it. So maybe I'll just give up on dating excessively tall guys and just go for the more average height dude. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but in this, everyone that I've gone dates with has been pretty nice. I've had a lot of first dates and then just going and getting like a free meal out of them. My uh, best friend Mariah, who we had on the previous episode, her whole goal for me is essentially to not have to pay for food and just to go on dates all the time and just get free dinners, which I am all about love the free dinners and then you order extra and you get leftovers have the next day french kiss genius so the first the first time i had a really bad date this was a couple years ago actually i was living with mariah i had this friend in college who had a really big crush on me and at any time we would drink together he would get fucked up and be like oh my gosh raven i'm just in love with you like please let me take you on a date he'd always ask and finally one day i was like all right we'll call him firefighter man let's fucking go on a date he was ecstatic. Now, I'm a big pothead. I'm always high. I smoke weed all the time. And it's just a norm for me. He did not. So I think to try to feel cool or think that I would think it was cool, he smoked with me. And I was like, all right, that's fine. This kid got belligerently stoned and was just <laughs> belligerently stoned and wouldn't stop laughing and screaming. And I have this hammock swing and he was just in the hammock swing and just cackling away. And I was all all right, firefighter man, you're super stoned and we're about to go out in public. Let's fucking do this shit. So our plan was to go to dinner and then go to the show at this little venue somewhere. I honestly can't even remember where. But we go to, <laughs> go to dinner and we're eating Mexican food and firefighter man gets fucking hammered. So now he's crossfaded. He's super stoned. So he's acting really silly already. And then he gets drunk. I honestly think he was just really nervous for the whole thing, which... I get to an extent, but I had known this kid for maybe a year now. You know, it wasn't like we were new friends. Like, we've known each other. We've hung out a lot. We've drank together. Like, I don't know. He was just super nervous. So we're eating dinner. He had enchiladas, and I don't know what exactly happened, but he was wearing a white t-shirt, and all of a sudden, enchilada sauce is all over him, all over his face, all over his shirt. He's talking with his mouth full. The enchiladas are falling out of his mouth onto his chest onto his shirt covered in orange red enchilada sauce and don't get me wrong I love enchiladas they're probably one of my favorite Mexican food things you can eat anything wrapped up in a tortilla with sauce sour cream and cheese fucking sign me up I'm all about it but having somebody that's covered in enchilada sauce not as sexy as you'd think so we go to dinner this kid's drunk and high at the same time sipping champagne on an airplane and covered in gelato sauce, we go to the show, and it was at a really small venue, like really intimate. There is, I don't know, less than 100 people there, maybe not even that many, maybe closer to like 50 to 80. Some little band that I had never heard of, but he was a big fan of. He ended up buying us both t-shirts so we could switch out of the t-shirt that he was in because he was covered in gelato sauce. Continues to drink more, and we're at the show, really small and intimate, we're in the front row and this kid is yelling at the singer, trying to get the singer's attention, which obviously like he had his attention because there's nobody else there and is trying to go on stage. And I was just like, firefighter, man, you are 
too fucking much right now. And he's hanging all over me and just being belligerent. <laughs> like, firefighter man, you're amazing, but we need to bounce. Like, this is way too much to be seen out in public with you. So we left. He hit me up the next day and apologized for being silly and obnoxious. <laughs> and we never went on a date again. And honestly, I haven't seen him in a couple years, but I would love to hang out and just see where you're <laughs> Oh, it was hilarious. It was hilarious. My other bad date, which was necessarily wasn't a bad date. It was just kind of funny. Uh, this happened maybe a year or two ago. Maybe about a year ago. I had broken up with my ex and I was finally in a spot of like, all right, I want to go out dating. I want to fucking, you know, get back out in the world and try things. So I met this dude on Tinder and then we started talking. And then a couple days later, he came into my work and I was like, oh my gosh, like this is fate. Yada, yada, yada. Like you're super handsome. Had his shit together. Had a really cute dog. He's like, let's go out to eat. Cool. Go to this place called Bevy. And he were, were there and he got dropped off. He like took a lift or something. So we're there drinking. We had the same amount of drinks. I don't even think we had a lot that night. Had the same amount of drinks. And I'm just watching this dude get more and more hammered. Like I'm like a little buzz feeling good. And this guy is fucking plastered. So after we're done eating, I'm like, okay, this guy's really drunk, but I'm still kind of open to maybe trying to fuck him because I just want to have sex. Like, honestly, that's what I'm here for. It's just to get a free meal out of it and have some sex. So he's like, hey, I didn't drive. Can you take me back to my house? Like, you can meet my dog. I'm a sucker for dogs. You mentioned dog. I'm there. We should have just gone to your house, hung out with the dog the whole time, or you should just brought your dog here. So we go back to his place, meet the dog. Dog is super fucking cute. Go up to his room start to make out <laughs> and for the next hour at least an hour it could have been a little longer this dude tries to soft dick fuck me and i mean his little sausage of a wiener was just not getting hard at all and he was trying so hard and ladies i'm sure you've experienced this this dude is just like no 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 like it's okay i promise like this is gonna work this is gonna be good <laughs> you're like yeah, sure, babe, like, whatever. And this dude had a beard, and he, it wasn't a long beard. It was definitely more of, like, a face scruff beard. And so he kept being like, okay, well, let me just eat you out, and then maybe they'll get me hard again. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, um, I like my vagina getting eaten. Well, he had just shaved his beard, and it destroyed my vagina and inner thighs. I had the worst razor burn the next day, and after a while of him trying to go back and forth from eating me out to soft dick fucking me. I was like, hey, this isn't going to work out. I'm going to go home. He's like, no, 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 no. Like, let's, you know, like, I swear I'm almost there. And I was like, no, really, man. Like, thanks, but no thanks. Like, it was very disappointing. It was very funny. And like, I get it. Like, people get nervous. Guys get nervous. But ladies and gentlemen and non-gender conforming individuals, getting fucked up and super drunk on a date is not a good way <laughs> is not a good way to go about your first date nerves. Like, don't get more drunk. Don't get more high. Drink some water. Have a soda. Because you being super fucked up and intoxicated is not cute. And it's not going to work out for you. And then also, you don't want to be too fucked up and not be in the right state of mind. And then have something scary happen to you because you got too intoxicated. Don't want to do that. Don't want to do that. So as far as bad dates go, I really haven't had that bad of dates. I posted on my Instagram the other day and asked people to tell me about their bad dates that they've had and got some pretty funny stories. My one girlfriend from high school, you know, I've come to realize that if anybody talks about the amount of money that they have, they don't actually have money. 
my one girlfriend wrote in and told me how she went on this date with this dude. He bragged about how many Benjamins he had and how much money he had. But then when the bill came, he wasn't able to break his Benjamins and break the hundred. So she ended up paying for the meal. Why are you even taking me on a date if you're not going to pay for it? I'm all about equality. It's 2022. I fully respect it. But if it's a first date and you're trying to swoon me and win me over and maybe trying to get my pants later, you best believe you're paying for that meal. Now, if you want to sit there and be like, hey, let's go Dutch. Let's pay half. I'm all about it. But I'm going to pay my half. Look at you in the eye. Say, thank you, sir. Have a great day. Walk my ass right up out of there and you'll never see me again. So another one of my girlfriends wrote in and said that she went on a date with this finance bro. They went to grab coffee. He didn't offer to pay for her $3 tea. They sat outside. He came straight from the gym. He was super sweaty and gross. I feel like at times it can be kind of hot when guys straight come from the gym. But I feel like for a first date scenario, that's not super hot. And I feel like it just shows a lack of concern and disregard for you going on the date and that you couldn't even get ready or like try and dress nice for me. So they're hanging out at Starbucks. He's like, hey, let's go shopping. Takes her to a Goodwill. They spend the whole time walking around Goodwill trying to find a a used Tupperware for his work lunch. One of my guy friends wrote in and say that he said that he ended up throwing up chili in a carnival parking lot after going on a ride too aggressively and eating too much chili. You got to be careful with the snacks that you have on the dates and the physical activities you're doing because nothing's less attractive and then throwing up in front of somebody. So it got to this point of of me being like, well, I've been on all these really shitty dates where I just keep getting soft dick fucked. I might as well just get paid for these dates, as we all should. So ladies and gents, so instead of going on these dates and getting disappointed, we're going to start having the mindset of we're sugar babies and we're going on these dates to get something out of this out of these dates. And it may sound like kind of a radical idea and a little bit out there, but when you really think about it, women have been doing that since the dawn of time. Sex workers and being a sugar baby is nothing that is new. So let's dive into a little bit of the history of sex work and prostitution. The earliest record of prostitution dates back to 2400 BC in the Sumerian era. Uh, These men and women were entertainers and would take part in religious activities. So people were getting their God on and getting sexy at the same time. Love it. We uh, keep moving forward. And when we look at the Greece time, 594 BC, Greece brothels were taxed and regulated. They did this so that the city could make money and everybody could be happy. In 1254, France actually abolishes prostitution. St. Louis VI ordered all women of evil to be banished from his kingdom, and he took their clothes and belongings. Something that we see throughout history is a common theme is that when men are trying to punish women and embarrass them and make people look down on them, they take their clothes. Personally, I wouldn't be that mad about it. I mean, it's like if you're a sex worker... And you're selling your body and your time like, oh, look, I'm already naked. So you know what I'm here for? Let's just make the job easier for me. In 1490s, exciting year. That's when syphilis started. 1617, Japan creates the red light district. In the 1760s and 80s, prostitution was popping off in colonial New York. This area was mainly a seaport. So, you know, there were a lot of thirsty ass seamen 
getting off of those ships that want to spread their semen into the world. Make that money, ladies. I am all about it. Fast forward a little bit later to France, 1778. It was a weird time for sex workers. So in France, you weren't allowed to be a prostitute. It was forbidden to walk in the street and display yourself. However, even though they didn't like it, they all know that they really wanted it. So they made these special areas of town where women could market themselves and men could go there and get their nuts off. Love it. In 1810, Napoleon introduced a system to regulate prostitution. The goal was to help the spread of diseases. Love it. Got to keep everybody safe. On July 5th, 1870, Missouri passed the Social Evil Ordinance, which allowed the state board to regulate them hoes. It made all those ladies um, sign up, give their information, and then do weekly health exams, which honestly, a healthy vagina is a happy vagina. Everybody wins. In March 3rd, 1875, U.S. forbids, I freaking love that word, forbids, just like a very strong, like, forbid, forbid, forbid. Forbids women from forum being imported into the country for prostitution. Love that. We don't need to do that. There's plenty of girls here who you can have sex with. No need to get them from outside sources. In 1927, Germany decriminalizes prostitution. However, in 1933, the Nazis made being a sex worker illegal again. Thinking about this, Maybe that's why the Nazis were so angry all the time and did the stuff that they did because they just couldn't get off and we all just need to masturbate more. Men literally need to masturbate in order to think clearly. So they couldn't get off. I blame the fact that they took out all the prostitutes. 1971, Nevada regulates prostitution. Hello, the first bunny ranch. In the 1980s, we have the first phone sex operators. They like to call themselves phone fantasy artists. Now, this was cool because it was a different way for women to get into sex work without being directly in front of somebody. And it's a lot safer than doing actual in-person sex work. And that's something that was interesting to reading about how much violence is associated towards sex workers. Uh, it's really sad, honestly. And I think there needs to be stronger laws and rules that protect sex workers and then punish the individuals that abuse sex workers. Because why do you get to meet, be mean to them? That's not okay. Nobody likes that. All right. Fast forward to June 5th, 1981. We have the first talk of AIDS. Ooh. 1985, the first World Horror, World Horror Congress was formed. This is an international committee that was put together to make rights for prostitutes. It was held in Amsterdam. In 2000, the Netherlands legalized brothels. In 2004, the U.S. votes against and for legal prostitution. Berkeley, California voted against the decriminalization of prostitution. And then on the same day, Churchill County, Nevada voted to keep brothels legal, even though there are no legal brothels in the country, county. 2009, Taiwan legalizes prostitution. 2009, also Nevada legalizes male prostitution. In 2013, this is kind of cool, Switzerland comes up with these drive-in sex boxes. So basically it was, basically it's these large compounds that have all these little little house boxes in them and you drive up to the front there's armed guards they take your information they search you they make sure that you don't have anything bad on you and then you just drive through this little neighborhood and the girls are standing outside of their boxes and you stop in front of a box of whichever girl catches your attention 
This was really cool for the sex workers in Switzerland because it made it safer for them and it lowered the amount of violence and crime that happened against them. In 2014, freaking Canada, man, Canada bans the purchase of sex, but not the sale. So this means that you could still be a sex worker, but it was on a air quote donation base. Wink, wink. In 2016, France did the same thing. So they banned the purchase of sex, but not the the sale. And then in 2021, Texas was the first state to make paying for sex a felony. Hmm. Always Texas. Now, sex work today, what does that mean? There are still companies out there that market sex work. They do it under the term body work. Pre-times of the internet, they would advertise in magazines and in newspapers. And Craigslist used to have the back page. I don't think Craigslist has it anymore, but girls would solicit on there using different words and phrases. But we all know what you're doing there, Becky. We all know what's going on. So Nevada so far is the only state where prostitution is legal and it can only happen in brothels. Now, when you hear that, you may think, wait, I've been to Vegas. I've seen those call girl cards. How does that work? Because obviously we know that those girls are selling sex, but they're not directly selling sex. Wink, wink. What they're selling is an escort service. And if you look up like what an ex if you look up what an escort is, it just means you're hanging out with somebody. It doesn't mean you're having sex with them. You're just escorting them to the store. This individual is just paying me to have them around them, paying me to go to the store with them, paying me to go to the club with them and be hot or go to dinner. doesn't always mean sex. We know that it means sex, but it doesn't always mean sex. So that's kind of the loophole that those girls can have to do what they do. One of my friends One of my guy friends actually has a huge stack of these call girl cards. And when we go out to eat, he'll leave one in the the little like book they give you with your receipt. Don't ask me why, but it's just kind of funny. Could you imagine being a server and opening up your little tip book and boom, there's a fucking titty right there. And you're like, oh, I may hit up uh, Stephanie later and have some fun. Now, if you're hearing all this stuff and you're like, wow, this is kind of crazy. This is kind of fun thinking about it, like making money off of being sexy, but you don't necessarily want to go out and be physical with somebody. God bless America and the internet. There are lots of different ways to go about this. So the big one that everybody's heard of and we've talked about before is OnlyFans. OnlyFans is a platform. It wasn't originally started for porn. I think someone said it was started for athletes, but it was, it, OnlyFans is a platform where you make a little website and you can charge people to see the content. Now, with everything that's happened with COVID, OnlyFans has turned into more of a pornography-based things, but you can do it for anything. It doesn't have to be porn. You could charge people to watch you make art, or you could charge people to watch you cook, or, you know, my roommate and I have talking about have talked about doing this, and I really want to try it out, is setting up cameras in our house and just doing a live feed and charging people to just watch us hang out in our house. Yeah, we're naked a lot of the times and we do silly shit, but I think it'd be funny. And people do that. People pay kind of like twitching or twitch. Am I saying that right? Twitch stream. I don't fucking know. I'm still figuring that one out, but it's kind of the same thing of you can pay, subscribe to watch somebody do something. So if you would like to watch my roommate and I hang out in our house, reach out to me. So if you don't want to do OnlyFans, you don't want to do something like that. And and the thing with OnlyFans too is that there's no it's not like Facebook where 
the only way to promote yourself or there's no way to promote yourself on OnlyFans. You have to do it personally. So you have to put your information out there. You have to post on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, a note with posting things on OnlyFans and Snapchat. If you have an OnlyFans, you can post your sexy pictures on Snapchat or whatever, but never, never, never link your OnlyFans to your Snapchat because that breaks their rules and terms. And if your account gets flagged by Snapchat because you posted your OnlyFans link, they will delete your snap and you will never be able to get it back. And you will lose all of your pictures, all of your content, everything there. And Snapchat does not give a fuck. So just a warning, if you have OnlyFans, you can post on there saying, hey, subscribe to my OnlyFans, but message me to get the link because you can't link it. They'll take your shit down and nobody wants that. So we don't want to do OnlyFans. We're not going to post ourselves on Snapchat. What are some other ways that we can make money in a fun sexual way? So many different ways. There's lots of websites where you can sell different things of yours. You can sell feet pictures. You can sell used underwear. You can sell your clothes, dirty socks, dirty sports bras. There's so many different ways to go about this. So I'm going to put the full list in my show notes so you guys can check it out. But just a couple ones that I have so far is... AVN Stars, Scented Pansy, Panty Deal, All Things Worn, My Girl Fund. So I actually signed up for this. It takes a long time to get approved for this. And honestly, I did this like a year or so and I never followed back up with it. And I think I uploaded the wrong pictures or something. But basically, you make a profile and people comment on your profile and bid on how much they would pay to take you out on a date. I think the most they can do is like five or six hundred. But it's it's an open platform, kind of like uh, eBay, where you bid on something and you can go back and forth. And then you can choose to accept it or not and then take their money and go out on a date with them. So Sophia Gray is a website where you can sell used articles of clothing. I actually signed up for this one. I think it costs like 10 bucks or something the first time. I don't think it's a monthly subscription fee. I should actually make sure because I haven't used it. But you can sell all sorts of things. I got weird, weirdly into my head about the whole thing. And just felt kind of weird about selling my old underwear and socks. I don't know why, though, so I definitely should get back onto that. And you can charge whatever you want. One of my girlfriends that uh, I do OnlyFans with, she posted on Twitter the other day that she was selling her cum flakes from her vibrator. (laughs) And somebody bought them. So... Men will buy anything. Men and women will buy anything these days. You just got to find your niche market. It's all out there. Some other websites are Feet Finder. I think selling pictures of your feet is a really easy way to ease into the sex working world because it's just your feet. And I mean, I have a tattoo on my foot. Not a big deal. But if you don't have tattoos, like how is anybody going to know it's you? You make a fake name, fake phone number, fake email fake everything and sell pictures of your feet like you can step on things you can step on people's faces people will buy you shoes I know people are really into the bottom of your feet the soles one of my old co-workers was really into feet and um I got what he gave me some money and then he bought me a pair of shoes and literally the like one of the first times that we did it he came over and he was kind of like nervous about it kind of uncomfortable And I was like, Mr. Feet Man, it's okay. It's me. Like, you've known me forever. I literally sat on my couch with my feet hanging off the edge of the couch and was just on my laptop. Just bullshitting on my laptop. And he jacked himself off with my feet. I asked him, I was like, do you want me to be involved? 
or do you want me just to be doing my own thing on my computer? And he's like, just do your own thing. Just act like I'm not here. And I just let him jack off with my feet and on my feet. And I got a pair of shoes and a couple hundred bucks out of it. It was pretty great. Love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. So here in Raven After Dark, we're all about being sex positive. We're all about making money in the sexiest way possible. And we're all about being safe. So I highly encourage you to go and check out these websites. Sell some of your undies, sell some of your socks, sell some feet pictures, and make some money. You don't want to work your 9-to-5 job forever. That sounds boring. What if you could support your whole livelihood with selling feet pictures and stepping in bowls of pudding and tapioca and stepping on people's faces? How awesome would that be? You'd never have to work for the man. You could literally step on the man. Mm, mm, All about it. Down with the patriarchy. All right, so we've got a little sexiness on some ways to make some money. We've laughed about going on shitty dates. Please write it and tell me some more of your shitty dates because I was reading online and it's crazy what people have done. Crazy what people do. For our sex tip of the week, I don't know about you guys, but I love snacks. I love eating. I love all food, all the time, every time, night and day. Why not? get a little adventurous, and bring some food into the bedroom. Now, to start off, before we get too excited about bringing food in the bedroom, we have to be aware of location, location, location. We're going to talk about strawberries. You may want to take that strawberry and rub it all over your partner's clit and her vagina and then lick those strawberry juices off. That sounds cool. That sounds fun. That sounds sexy. You know what's not sexy? A fucking yeast infection and getting my pH thrown off and having a UTI. So we want to be very careful whenever we're bringing food and outside things into the bedroom that we don't directly put this shit on the vagina, in the vagina, anywhere too close to the vagina because trying to balance out your vagina once it's been fucked up is not an easy task. So some fun things that we can do to spice up our bedroom strawberries take a strawberry bite the end off of it and then take that strawberry and just gently drag that strawberry all over your partner take it up their tummy put it up their chest maybe around their boobs down by their vagina not necessarily in their vagina down by the vagina and then lick all that shit off go up and down where all the strawberry juice is off and nice little sweet treat Something else you can try, which I think is really fun that I haven't done in a while and I really want to do, is putting an ice cube in your mouth. If you put an ice cube in your mouth and then start like licking somebody's tummy or giving somebody head, it can be kind of a lot at first, especially with dudes, but it's it's really fun and it spices things up and then it also gives you a little extra lubrication because it's going to be melting in your mouth. So you can like... You can have it in your mouth. You can bring it up on their tummy. You can bring it back down. Maybe you leave the ice cube sitting in their belly button and you go down and give them head a little bit and then come back. So it's like cold to warm back and forth kind of thing, different sensations. And then you can slurp the water out of their belly button. Another fun thing, definitely going to be a little sticky with these two, is using chocolate sauce or whipped cream. Especially with the sauce and the whipped cream, you want to be careful. You ain't putting that shit in somebody's vagina. All around the vagina is cool, but not in the vagina. Another fun one that I haven't heard of before, which kind of sounds to me like if you kiss somebody with Pop Rocks, is if you drink champagne, because champagne is really carbonated and bubbly. Saying if you drink champagne and then open mouth kiss somebody, the bubbles will give you an interesting little pop, pop, pop sensation and can spice things up a little bit. 
Another fun thing, which I think this would be a great way to foreplay, like you don't tell your spouse that you're doing this, is if you take candies, hard candies would probably be the best, and lick them and then stick them to your body in different places. So want to be a little sexy, spice up the night one night. Maybe it's after dinner, after your Netflix show. You're like, oh, babe, I'm going to go take a shower or get ready for bed. Sneak off into the bathroom. Get a bunch of lifesavers. Lick those bitches. Stick them all over. Text your spouse. Be like, hey, come here. Or call them like, hey, babes, come here. Walk into the bedroom and you got candy covered all over you. And you say, candy crush, crush this vagina, bitch. (laughs) So these are just some fun ways to spice up things in the bedroom, get a little sensual, get a little sexual. And just a reminder, with all things that you do sex, aftercare is very important. Like we said before, emotional aftercare when doing some crazy kinky fetish stuff, physical aftercare, you're covered in syrup and sticky lifesavers. You don't want to get a UTI. You don't want to get a yeast infection. Take a shower. Take a shower with your partner. Maybe have shower sex. Maybe bring some of that shit into the shower, and then you can get really crazy. Maybe you could have a food fight in your shower. That'd be really fun. Naked food fight. I enjoy that. (laughs) I don't think I've ever been in a food fight before. Oh, there was one in high school, but I was sitting outside on lunch on that day and everybody who was part of the food fight got fucking suspended or something. So let's just stick to sexy food fights in the shower, not at schools. All right, my little sex kittens, that is wrapping up everything for today. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you for listening. If you haven't followed me yet, go ahead and follow me on Spotify. Give me a five-star rating if you think it was five stars. If you didn't think it was anything more than five stars, give it, but it's okay. You could just reach out to me and tell me. You don't need to be mean. Let's try to try to boost the charts up there. If you haven't followed me on Instagram, check me out on Instagram, Raven After Dark Pod. If you want to see my titties, follow me on OnlyFans. The link is going to be in the show notes and on my Instagram. And also, if you want to check out more websites where you can sell things of yours, I'm going to have them listed in the show notes. I hope you all have a wonderful day and stay sexy, my little sex kittens. What is that? That freaky thing.